Hey guys, welcome to episode 268 with my guests, uh, Katie O'Brien and Katie Colleton. They, um, in along with with uh, their wonderful sketch group, the Katie Dids, um, who I've been familiar with for many years actually, um, are responsible for the fantastic TV land show Teachers. Um, it's so good. I think hopefully a lot of you have seen it because it's definitely within the the sort of wheelhouse of uh, stuff that uh, that you guys tend to be on board for. It's some very very funny ladies. Listen, they're doing it their way. They're making it happen. Did I just say they're doing it their way? They're doing it their way. Uh, this was such a fun episode. I loved having uh, the gals on. Uh, they shared a microphone. They were troopers. It was awesome. Uh, what a blast! It really um, kind of, this episode recording kind of made my day. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I just wanted to throw a couple things out there to you. I wanted to thank uh, Erica for your wonderful email. Um, I thought I shouted you out earlier, but I think maybe I didn't. So Erica, this is your shout out. That was a beautiful email and. Remind me what backpack I was carrying at Spontanea Nation because I know you were interested in it and I can't remember which one it was. Help me out. Uh, I just want to um, once again acknowledge uh, Waltonita and Chris Royce um, who do so much work on the JV Club Twitter handle and on uh, the JV Club Tumblr. Uh, we're figuring out ways to kind of connect all of the dots of the various ways to stay connected to the podcast. So stay tuned for that. James, I want to thank you for your awesome email with your guest suggestion. It was great. And then for those of you who maybe skipped last week's Zelda re-release, because you're probably already really familiar with it, I did in the intro talk about the JV Gift Club 2017 that Chris is coordinating um, with a couple of other friends and listeners. And uh, I did this last year. It was so fun and uh, easy and great and a really cool way to share reading. So uh, here's the instructions. I'm reading them off to you. If you want to participate, you just need to send an email to chris at chris at christopherroyce.com. That's chris, like you would imagine it spelled, uh, at Christopher Royce. And so that's C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-R-O-Y. CE.com by Friday, December 15th. Uh, So that's very soon. And, uh, and you just need to include your name and a mailing address and then just pick up a copy new or used of one of your favorite books from when you were a teen. Don't forget to factor in shipping costs when you shop and uh, keep it within reason, guys, you don't have to go crazy. This is just fun times. And then on Sunday, December 17th, Chris will get you a name and address to send your book to. Uh, I always say it's fun to include a little card explaining why you like the book, but I don't to add more pressure or more work to this. It's supposed to be fun. So I hope some of you will participate again. Uh, it's a blast. I'm definitely going to participate. And uh, I will talk to you guys next time on the podcast. Now entering Nerdist.com. Right into it. This is exciting for me because because there's two of you. I had to like do an interesting um, Greg and Marsha Brady's bedroom like division of this yes. mash to make sure that you each had an equal number of categories. So I'm thank you. I'm already hyped up <laughs> about you. this mash game. Everything up to the point of the mash game is just going to be total bullshit. <laughs> it's just going to be waiting for Huge the mash disappointment. Game. Yeah. If you if I have a glazed look, it's because I'm just thinking about mash mash mash. <laughs> um, first of all, I want to say thank you for coming over to my home. 
Thank you for huddling on the couch together. Oh, we love you. it. Like, yes. it's almost as if you don't want to, you need, your phone needs an entire half of a my, couch. My phone does Just need your precious, <laughs> precious phone. With her glitter case. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Thing. Yes. I appreciate your willingness to share that, Mike. Um, uh, I'm going to make sure, I'm going to sort of see if you guys have a little more level than I do. I kind of talk loud too, so that doesn't help anybody. I can um, project. Yeah, we can project. It was a theater major. Yeah. Ooh, could you do an accent if you if you would? If you would do the oh. weird uh, for the rest of the podcast, do the Please. non-British American. I can't even try to really do British because my British is like, oh no, what was happening? It's yeah. like, could be worse. It goes, I've heard way worse. It'll get goes, you work. I've done way worse. It'll get you work. Yeah, I remember when I got hired for a voiceover job to do uh, an Australian accent. It was Ooh. one of those like. Well, this audition won't like, take me long to record and send in because I can't really do one. So I'll just fire it off to be like, see, guys, I did it. Like, check that box. <laughs> yeah. And then I got it. And I was like, uh-oh. What is <laughs> this is what we think Australian sounds like, I guess. What is it like to book a voiceover? I oh, always bless. just send so those rare. into the ether. Oh, yeah. I've it feels never... like, yeah. No, I very rarely do. That's it's like winning very the rare. Yeah. yeah. It, and it feels as random because okay. there are so few. I book so few that whenever I get a call... Especially if I could put on a veil, too, because for some reason, in my mind, voiceover is different than commercials. So when I get put on a veil in my mind, I'm like, I got it. There it is. Yeah. Which is not how I would feel about commercials when I was doing them. And, right. Um, and so it's a whole... And like I've been... But it's... I've been recording and sending in auditions for so long that when I, they started to even turn into avails, again, still very rare. Easy. It was like a whole new thing I had to learn and get over when yeah. I would when they would be like, and you've been released. Right. Which I didn't, you know, you get used, it's just the the pattern you get used to. And it was a new thing to get heartbroken about. Like, oh, right, there's that. There's right. the, I like, just, I got I was close thing. Second or third. Yeah. But it is. I remember in Chicago celebrating when I got put on a veil because it was so rare. Yeah. But I have beef with that because it's like, you don't need to tell me I'm on a veil. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, it, like That's a good it's point. never worked out for me where it's like, you're on a veil and you've gotten it. Right. Like, it's like, just don't tell me. But... Don't they need to know that you don't have anything else going that day? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Do. We never, I do. never do. No. So if you're ever putting me on a veil, I've got nothing. Just don't tell me. <laughs> take it on faith, everybody. Yeah. Take it on. Faith. We are free. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. For, now, before I move on, I need to acknowledge your jacket because it's darling. Thank you so much. Please. Thank Should you. I refer to you by your last names? I heard you maybe refer to each other as your last yes. names. Yes. Oh yeah. I call her O'Brien, and she calls me Colleton because we're all named okay. Katie. On teachers so it's a nightmare how yeah. many more katie's are there than the two of you i guess i don't didn't realize that there's six total there's mm-hmm. two katie's are you kidding three, three katie's, katie's i'm wow. sorry three katie's two kates and a caitlin you're kidding me yeah so the whole the whole like yeah. and then it's was Ian that on Roberts. purpose yeah, yeah we were we were an improv and sketch group <laughs> called the katie dids oh that's um, true yes, yeah. yes yes so that so that was on purpose but now it's to be honest with become... you all of that and i i know and 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 enjoy when you are and were the katie dids and i i just completely no. wiped my i erased my brain clean of any like idea of knowledge that you were all katie's or Kate's oh it's or, it's fine because so many people who like will be like I love the Katie Dids and then they're like wait your names are all Katie and it's like yeah that's why we're called the Katie yeah. Dids yeah. like people never picked up on that that was the common thread yeah, yeah. but it's it's also a real cute name but it's bizarre could and be just a cute name in and of itself that, yeah you know, yeah yeah but that is really weird it's really weird yeah and so on yeah. set we only go by last names or character names because it's just too much yeah like it's too yeah. much yeah did you but you never thought about legally changing your names <laughs> it's not too late 
I'm gonna do it. It's a real investment. <laughs> I'm gonna it's get out. I'm gonna group long term. Donna, or just <laughs> call me Donna from yeah, now on. Yeah, there you go. Or just reverse, just officially reverse. You can keep your two names. Yes. Oh, flip just reverse it. Yes. Flip them. I think yes. flip. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love it because my name's Colleton and no one can pronounce it. So everyone, like, especially season one, the entire crew, you would just watch them. Like a couple people, would, the Katie Dids would call me Colleton and then you'd watch someone be like, hey, Colleton. Yeah. <laughs> they call me Colton. Coltrane. Col- uh, collagen. Yep. Colleton. Yeah. Is, no one Which can is, get it right. But like, it's not, it's one of those names where it's, it's not a, a an aggressively foreign name in the no. way that someone looks at, you know, my Pakistani friends and goes, I yeah. I'm not even going to attempt this. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, it's, but so, but it's just one of those, it's close enough to too many other things. Yeah. I'm not going to really call you anything. Thr- I really, really call it in all day long. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wow. Right bold move. I felt very good. <laughs> Don't be intimidated. It's not really that you, difficult. You, I might, I might be like, Oh, Brian's hop, a little difficult. Oh, hoppy. Oh, he? Yeah. <laughs> Puppy? Yeah. We, ugh, you've got to be so tired of talking about how the Katie Dits came together and why you all happen to <laughs> want to perform together with the same, very similar first names. Yeah. Side note, I don't know if you're familiar with the Thrilling Adventure Hour, but I will say that the two guys who created and show run that and have since written on TV shows together and stuff are Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. What? And they met in I college. I did not know that. And their silver room calls them the Ben, but it's Acker and Blacker. Their that names is- are two letters off because one happens to have two extra letters. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Yeah. That's weirder than the Katie did. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure weirder. It's pretty weird. Yeah. Because it is a first and last name scenario. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. In you a rhyme might, you situation. You might trump it because you... It's weird for sure. I think a little bit too, I have a little bit of like a, like an embarrass, like an embarrassment yeah. about it. It's like a weird thing. Like, you know, like it's like, I don't know how to describe it when people are like, so all your names are Katie. There's a part of me that's like embarrassed. That's like, yeah, because, because people seem so when they meet us and you don't know the background, uh, maybe it's also, I feel like, I don't know if you would have the same reaction as men, but as women, they literally just look disgusted when it's like, we're Katie, 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 to be honest with you, you that was going to be my next question. Usually like, like, I wonder if people like, Oh, there's a weird, leftover accidental sexism oh, that both male sure. and female yes you yeah. know that comes from all sides where yeah. suddenly it's too cute it's suddenly yeah. it's too yes. cute it's and too like oh well then i guess you aren't all funny because that yes. wouldn't make sense or there's like a weird like yeah like lack of like it'd be very cute if we were like all 15 uh-huh. i think because we're all like in our late 20s early 30s everybody's like okay uh-huh. like <laughs> it's kind of like sad well, did you meet at you now now we're in it now we're in now it. we're in it yeah. now we're in we're it, in it. Did you meet at UCB? Did you meet, like, how did, how, it's not, I mean, I'm assuming you didn't put out, you know, something in Backstage ad. West. Is God, that, I that's wish it was Backstage. Was I like, wish we had seeking <laughs> comedic performers. <laughs> Only named Katie. Yeah. No, we all were performing in Chicago at the time at, like, Second City and I.O., and we all were, like, in the same, like, generation of performers, and we just happened, there were a lot of Katie's, and mm-hmm. so Caitlin Barlow, um, put the group together because she thought it was funny that there were so many women named Yeah, Katie. let's embrace it. Yeah, and it was like supposed to be a one-off thing and then we started performing together and really liked each other and then it, it now it's like 10 years later. Yeah. That's something. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. so great though. But yeah, yeah I completely, so, it's so funny that you brought that up because that was the next thing I thought was if it were just like a bunch of guys named Joe, people would just be like, no, oh, that's that's weird. That's cool. Right. Yeah. But right. there's and something there's about a, that becomes an, like cheerleadery yes. or yeah. yeah. Added level of condescending or disgust when, when yeah. we say our names. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we go we go by last names. Mm-hmm. I can totally handle that. You can call me Varney. A lot of people call me JV. Oh, oh I like JV. Uh, That's cute. Yeah. yeah. I never felt like when I was younger, I don't think that I like embraced my name particularly did you did you have like did you ever go through that existential thing that sometimes kids and adults go through where they go am i a katie yes i don't think i should be named katie i am i feel like i'm a maggie oh this is the first i've ever heard that i've known you a decade i've known you a decade and try to break here this is hard-hitting news this is i'm a this is a bomb i've just dropped especially because i think we wrote a pilot where the lead was maggie wow secret secret out into the name she loves i feel like i'm i should have been a maggie i don't feel like i'm a katie i feel like i'm a maggie it's i don't know and you felt like that from what age? Do you remember? Day one. Interesting. I no. I think I, I think I went through a phase which I think everybody does growing up. But so that it was like I want to be like a unique Katie. Like I'll spell it differently, and I don't. I spell K A T I E. But you're um, probably glad though that it's not like K A Y T E. Right. Or, or like K A I T E. Yeah. Yeah. You would have gotten tired of that for probably. sure. But I felt like yeah, I'll, always growing up. But I'm a Kathleen. Oh. I know. That rocked my world. Now the Maggie oh, wow. thing is old news to me. Old news. We're, we're really, we're really breaking some wide open. I'm going to drop a lot of bombs uh-huh. this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Kathleen and Kath- I don't feel like a Kathleen and my mom will only call me Kathleen. So I think it kind of started from there and then I didn't feel like a Katie and I should be a Maggie. I don't feel like a Kate and my mom only calls me Kate. Yeah, you're not a Kate. <laughs> no, my mom, my mom, when I turned like 18, was like, you can no longer be called Katie. It's a child's name. And started calling me Kate. But I was like, wait, my name's Katie. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, okay, this is, a, this is an idea that I have not developed. I welcome anyone to steal it because I don't believe in keeping uh, creative idea secrets. But um, I'm obsessed with the idea of working this into something where parent, parents decide to change their child's name when they're still <laughs> minors because they can. Just being like, we thought about it. You're 16. Uh-huh. You're a Martha. <laughs> Sorry, you're yeah. a minor, so we yeah. get to make that decision. Right. We just changed our minds. Your personality this developed. Is, it's different than what we expected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the closest to that reality, yeah. to that joke, this reality of yeah. your mom just deciding for you. My mom, I just have such a memory of like being in high school and my mom being like, you know, no one's going to take a Katie seriously. <laughs> And being like, if you want to be, I remember her saying something like, if you want to be a journalist, which I never wanted to be, (laughs) 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 you need to go by Kate, Kate Colleton, Kate Colleton, people will respect. No, that's amazing. So the journalism thing came from. No, I I don't, I just don't know where that came from. That for you. My mom had a lot of different career ideas for me. Did you, are you, Uh, do you have uh, siblings? It's just me. Well, okay, yeah. right there. That, right. That's a lot of pressure. I'm an only child to be a journalist. <laughs> yeah. She told me a lawyer. She still, every conversation hopes I'll run for alderman of Toluca Lake because she thinks I can make a lot of changes. Well, you should. Uh, where and then is she? Where, where, where'd you grow up? Kansas. And she's still there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're, when you when I got your call, you had a Kansas. You still had a number. Kansas. Never going to give it up, baby. Kansas, right or die. Stay strong. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be weak, Kate. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh okay i love everything i'm hearing we, there's so much to get into so maggie don't think i've forgotten about you thank you so much for referring uh, to me by my real name <laughs> <laughs> okay so did you have a did you have a maggie like connection with the name remember i i remember loving the name Col- like i think colleen but i like loving the name Colleen and like maybe had an imaginary friend named Colleen. But I actually, when you look back, my cousin who's older and really cool was named Colleen. And I think I just idolized her. 
Yeah, know, I don't. My, I wanted a, to be Aaron when I was. You look like an Aaron. You could be an Aaron. Interesting. I, I would totally believe Aaron. I well, I'll tell you what it. else too is that my like kind of love of high school uh, girlfriend crush like confusing you get too mm-hmm. close yes. and then you're the same person and then that's scary but it was so exciting <laughs> and then you're like am I in love with this girl or are we just best friends what's happening like all of that great crazy teenage stuff yep. her name was Aaron and I always wonder like I wonder if that just like sealed the deal even more to where yeah. you know unconsciously even you're that drawn I was like, to an Aaron oh my, this is my future you know yeah. this, is the, this is the alternate me right yeah. yeah I do think if maybe somebody had showed me just a photo of you and was like guess her name I might guess Aaron yeah I'm this is very interesting I don't know I mean I can't do it now no it's too late <laughs> right it's too late. yeah it's yeah. too late what are your middle names this is, now this is like I have a podcast only about <laughs> names. You know we're only going to talk about names. Just want to make sure. Uh, Catherine Ann. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm Kathleen Claire. Oh, Kathleen Claire. Why do you say that with disgust? I'm disgusted by it. <laughs> I'm disgusted by it. I think my I think my my parents really wanted my mom like had this whole thing about like everybody in our family is named like Kathleen Claire, Patricia Ann, Andrew Michael. Like, I think she wanted us to be very proper. Every name oh, that sure. you just said, I couldn't draw a line between no. as a con- but like, There's dude, no we, common thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Zero. What I was saying. Every name that you listed yeah. off, I wasn't, I was expecting like Kathleen Claire, Connie Constant. No, no. those are two yeah. names. That's totally the same name twice. But you know what I'm saying? With everything you said, I was like, I don't see the connection, no connection between at these names at all. I see the perfect connection. <laughs> you just had an idea in your mind of why you resented your name and you made that apply to. <laughs> Nobody else, everybody else is like, I know what you're talking about though, because our, our moms are very similar. Yeah. And like my mom, Catherine Ann, is for sure classy. Yes. She had high hopes of me being a sophisticated lady. Right. Uh, that, that, <laughs> yeah. That we both went to cotillion. Mm-hmm. I did like oh, okay. manners class and etiquette school. Oh my God. And is this Kansas City? Like we're, we're no in suburb of Kansas, <laughs> just a yeah. Midwest trash, really. Uh-huh. Um, when you think of, because I'm from Nebraska, she's from Kansas. Yeah, uh-huh. both a cotillion. Our, our parents had high hopes that we would be Warriors. real, sophisticated, classy ladies, and uh, now we write fart jokes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What about you, uh, O'Brien slash Maggie? Mm-hmm. Where, what, uh, how many siblings do you have, if any? I'm the oldest of five. Okay, there's a, right. there's a whole crew of us. Or yeah. so you're more of like a Catholic. Bunch of yes. Oh, baby, you're speaking my language. Crew. We yeah. are Catholic through and through. I was an altar girl, very Irish Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like a – now, of course, it, I'm, it makes so much more sense to me that Chicago was sort of the place that drew you because that's oh, yeah. kind of the biggest – The big city. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. it is. It's a great – and it's such such a great place to to learn and do comedy for sure. Yeah. Um, but what was that conversation like? Like did – by the time you were doing – you started to get into Second City and I.O., did both your parents kind of already know – like at that point, they were like, yeah, those – all our dreams are shot. Yeah. They're already do- – they're into comedy. We already knew this. I think for me – I think there was still both my parents are lawyers and um, I think there was like this like they were so supportive like they could not have actually been more supportive Um, and uh, but I think there was like a this is great but then there I think there was like also a thought of like "Eh, she'll still go to law school like I think there was like a little bit of that but they were like overly supportive and like maybe too much supportive that like there was a period in Chicago where I what like I auditioned for SNL, but when I say auditioned, I was not flown out. I was put in a showcase at IO, sure. like in front of a low level producer yeah. that had like come or whatever. And then by the time I had gotten home, like my parents were so supportive that everybody was like, I heard you got cast. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh no. And like God, people still yeah. like, my my mom, it comes from a place of love. Like it's so proud, but it's like too far. I totally get it. Yeah. And also that that just like leads us into the the whole issue. I'm sure I've covered it on the podcast before, but of when your parents don't come from anything like the world that we enter into where you know, you have to go through that whole sort of like rite of passage growing pain where you can't tell them anything that doesn't end up on television because <laughs> yes. they can't understand that. No. Like yeah. they just, because my version of that was, and I've said this before, but like my dad believed so hard in me that when Aww. I was in San Francisco, not really doing anything except for sketch, like as a fun thing on the side when I had this like professional life where I was like, I'm going to be an interior designer. Or, like okay. I'm going to open my own store. And then randomly, like, someone scouted us up there, and I got brought down to audition for Mad TV. Oh, my gosh. And I told my dad that, and it was so, it seemed so random and aberrant because it wasn't something I was going for, per se. And I told him, and I thought, because he was so proud of me and supportive of me, that he was going to be like, yeah. And instead, he was like, there was just, like, a long silence. He was like, Jay, I don't know. I just, <laughs> that show seems so stupid to me. Where's, you know, like, I see you like in, this is a direct quote, you know, like Woody Allen's next movie. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, how do we jump from me doing sketch in like a 50 seat theater where you were fine with me wanting to be an interior designer to now you're disappointed you in me that I'm not Woody being Allen. cast in Woody Allen's next movie? <laughs> like how, there's a huge leap there. Yeah. Huge. Anyway, they huge. don't get it. But that's, there's something really sweet about him, like, knowing that you could do better creatively. Like, you're smart. Like, you should be in Woody Allen yeah. films. That's you really got, sweet. you audition. That means you're cast for yes. SNL. There's no in-between because <laughs> oh. you're very gifted. You should be, yeah, like, crazy, oh. crazy. I love the idea of people still bringing up and being, like, in casual conversation when you're at home. Like, and how long were you on SNL? Somebody, I can't remember. Was it two years? Somebody literally just brought this up. And now it's, like, so uncomfortable. And I've repeatedly had this conversation with my mom where I'm like, stop. This is embarrassing. I have to, I have to, like tell people this isn't true and uh but somebody just like literally six months ago was like you wrote for SNL right I was like (laughs) no I had no affiliation ever like zero affiliation that's amazing but speaking of SNL you should hear college and story of getting flown out oh please well not really getting well she drove (laughs) please please. I am yeah and this is also out of second city like out of Chicago I I, was the same low-level producer showcase Mm -hmm. yeah that O'Brien did but I am so at the time I was having some health issues and um I just this sounds really serious but it's not uh my lung had collapsed in like December and I was not supposed to be performing for like a a couple months Uh and then this SNL showcase happened and I was like this is it I need (laughs) this is the first day of the rest of my life I need to give it all up and it was like I remember like my mom my mom was so worried everyone was like you're not supposed to be performing I was like I won't breathe At least you didn't have to go to like the Aspen Comedy Festival where the air is so thin that regular people are sucking oxygen backstage. So I auditioned in Chicago and then like a week later they call and say, you know, we'd like to bring you out to New York. And I cannot fly. Cannot. You can't after your lung collapses for like three months. Listen, I got to ask because these guys want to know. Yes. What happened? I assume you got shot. <laughs> so there's really nowhere else to go from your lung collapsing uh, from I, a bullet wound. I got shot. It's shot. No, uh-huh. I've been shot multiple yeah. times. Sure, sure. Uh, no, it's not a good story. I mean, it was just I've had my lung has collapsed three times in my life. Actually, four, four times in my life. It's just something I have that I, I had a surgery to fix it, but it yeah. was just happens to 
I have really thin lung walls. So it's like thin basically, I know talking about Goodness lame. Goodness. I had a really bad childhood. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So it was like, so literally I was, um, I think I was in a sketch rehearsal and it's like, I know was this what happened. the first time. No, the first okay. time happened when I was like, first time happened when I was 17 and playing tennis. And so, um, this is a podcast, so it's hard to describe, but what happened, I know this is not anyone else's experience with a lung collapse. I've never met anyone else. But when mine, uh, my arm goes like this, which how to describe, uh, basically <laughs> goes up like. Um, like in the old days in the 80s when everyone said like, this is what retarded people yes, do. Yes. It's just the, yeah, it's yes, that cliche. It looks like you. that. So and curl it, your arm straight up arm and, you, straight and up. you hug yeah. your, and your <laughs> you make a little swan. <laughs> yes. Let's make, let's uh, make, make a, a sweet little swan, little swan and, and then you up. hit your chest with and it. I, yeah. So I was like, hold, so I remember like I couldn't really breathe, but it didn't collapse fully. So I couldn't really breathe and it hurt. And my arm was like that. And everyone just kept laughing at me and they thought I was doing a bit. So I know I didn't say, re- I didn't say retarded pe- I said it in the context right, of the of 80s. What 80s. What, let me be, what horrible people in the 80s would say that when we would clear. say. I don't easy. use that yes. word. No. Of but course, that's all part and parcel with like so this, it, that was a word that would have been used yeah yeah so it happened when i was like 17 oh, and like boy everyone thought you were doing a everyone bit. thought i was doing a bit and went to the er and they were like your lungs collapsed and they inserted a chest tube and i have a specific memory of screaming like a banshee being like ah! and my mom was like good god calm down <laughs> like mom, it was very dramatic let's get some le- but still let's get some um, leeway for the terror and you know yeah yeah Jeez. and so but it was i mean it, it inflates and then um Ooh. and then i know and then you're it's fine to, i really am getting right into it yeah but yeah I just i'm curious yeah but no, it does give me the heebie-jeebies yeah. of course anything like that that we anything i've gone through that once it happens to you it, it becomes a reality on a different level and then you right. can talk about it whereas if the same thing had happened to someone else and not me i would be like i feel a little faint <laughs> right hearing about and it and fun fact because i just have never known anyone else to get it is um so the third time or i don't know so third time island collapse i was eight third time's actually. a charm um and i had to do surgery and it wouldn't reinflate so i was in the hospital for like 25 days almost missed my high school graduation oh and i got c diff which is what tig Nataro has sure so my entire first year of college i had diarrhea almost oh after every God. meal it, was, it really guys, created my comedic point of view well yeah i mean i think that's <laughs> that's a through line with a lot of people that i've talked yeah. to if they if, if yeah. they go through an illness that's isolating in some way or pulls uh-huh. them away from i you had, know the social construct of being a teenager it, it, it right. definitely changes you Right. Although I didn't isolate myself. I just had diarrhea like at frat parties. I had diarrhea. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere I went. Outback oh, yeah. State. Social with oh, diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't stop me from getting dressed up, going Good out, going you. to Outback Steakhouse, get a blooming onion, have get diarrhea. <laughs> that is what I think of when I think of my freshman yeah, year of college. You show that C. diff. You yeah. show you the know? booze boss. You know? But anyway, so at this point, I'd like when it happened when I was... Um, uh, auditioning for SNL I like kind of knew what had happened so I kind of was like it's fine it's fine but I couldn't fly but I didn't want to tell him that I had a health issue because I wanted to get cast of course and now I've learned the lesson that I think you should just always be honest but at the time I was boldly like I'm not gonna say it so on the phone the woman was like you know we want to fly you out tomorrow and I go oh you know what I love driving <laughs> she was like I still remember the, I the woman on the phone drive. was like what and I was like, I just love driving. So I'm going to drive out. And she goes, no, we'll just fly you out. And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I want to see the country. 
you, oh, you that must have been such a red flag on uh-huh. their end to be like, okay, this chick's insane. <laughs> I just want to commune with my fellow uh, yeah. Americans. And I, and I did. And my parents, who are wonderfully supportive, my dad drove out with me from Chicago to New York. But I still remember when I arrived, and I don't remember, you have to fill out a bunch of paperwork before it. The woman was like, how was the drive? <laughs> You fucking weirdo. And I was like, I'm aware that was so bizarre. Also, and she probably was like, what the? F- you were driving from oh, Chicago. Man. It's like a two day drive. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not like eight hours. Yeah, no, no. Where like yeah. you would kind of get it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. From New York. But like to have this woman be like, you're driving yeah. from Chicago. That's so far. But I bet. Yeah. I mean, she probably was just like, you know, you had an actual medical reason not to do it. But there are plenty of people who are afraid of flying. So she, I'm oh, sure probably, she, she might have thought that. that. She probably yeah. assumed. Like, I thought she just assumed I was mentally ill. Yeah. <laughs> that probably was what happened. possible reasons that you wouldn't fly other than the <laughs> yes. go-to of a collapsed lung. Yes, know, yes. So then, I, and I auditioned. I remember right before I auditioned, like, I started to get some pain. So then I remember I did, tried to do my audition in his little as few breaths as uh-huh. possible. So I'm sure it was oh, really God. great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was fine, though. I went yeah. home, never heard from them again. Um, you still could, girl. You know what? I'm still waiting. Oh, if you I'm want still waiting. To. I never wanted that because uh, it seemed so stressful to me. It just seemed like a stressful yeah. job. So I never auditioned for it or anything. I just thought, I, I think yeah. that by then I had interacted with too many people who had already been on it or had, mm. you know, had written on it and just. I was just like, I'm not, I don't have that relationship to New York and I don't, Right. it just sounds really stressful. It would have been horrible because yeah, I don't, I don't like New, I, I love New York to visit. I could never live there and I don't thrive in competition. I just, I like lay down and say, never mind, you all win. Like it's like me competition. Too. I'm so about collaboration. Like yeah. the Katie did has been so great for me because we're all so supportive and nice competition. I, I just say like, never mind, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So I would not have done well. Agreed. It wasn't meant to be, girl. Thank you. There was a reason your lung collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> and all three of the other times were just leading up. Just yeah. leading up, yeah, preparing me up for that moment. For that one. Yeah. Wait, was that the last time? Or was that was it- the last, and then I, I'm well, good. there you go. That proves it. I'm good. That absolutely proves fate. <laughs> yep. And it's what was supposed divine to intervention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, O'Brien, what strange medical things have happened to you? Hmm. Okay, well... Actually, funny you should ask. I'm in the middle of one right now. Are you? I am. It's very fun. First of all, you have my full support, whatever it is. <sighs> it's this bizarre thing. What if you're like, oh, I just, I, I want I have, bigger breasts. I have headaches. That would really yeah. me away. <laughs> I've yeah. been wanting giant breasts for uh-huh. a year now. Oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, everyone's journey is. <laughs> no, I have this really weird thing that I've been dealing with since May. So how many months is that? Mm, I, I can't know. do math. Is that eight months? Really bizarre thing called pelvic floor dysfunction. Have you ever heard of this? (gasps) Yes. Yes. Really weird. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I'm like openly talking about this, but well, listen, I've, I've, I mean, I've really laid a lot bare on this. Okay. Let's go. We'll go back to Derek. Oh yeah. Well, let me ask this. I uh, listened to uh, a a very wonderful book. um, I believe it's by Naomi Wolf. Oh. About something that was related to something to do with her pelvic floor and how quite frankly affected her sex life yes so uh i'm yeah it's yeah. real it's very it's real. a real thing never had heard about it before very odd came on in may and i thought it was a uti yeah yeah and it doesn't it mimics a uti and so anyway so it's like a whole thing you have to do physical therapy no idea actually they really don't know how it came on they think it 
very interesting. I'll go on my soapbox now. Um, it was related to me taking birth control and birth control, like screwing up your hormones and then like being under a lot of stress with our job, like your pelvic floor tightens. So it's been this whole thing, but I'm getting better now. I feel better. It's just been like I do physical therapy and all that jazz. Yeah. That's the, I can't, I am so bad at, and I, I'm sure it is because of kind of like the way we are conditioned as uh, citizens of a Western world, but I'm so impatient with like healing and it's awful. It's so annoying. I want it for everyone else. Yeah. But I clearly am very impatient because I have a neck thing from a bike accident and same thing. I had to go to physical therapy and the thing that is supposed to like be this long-term investment in healing yourself so Mm -hmm. that you're not moody, in pain, all the things that stress, like worried that it's going to snap, all those sort of things that you know, trigger, like learning to be better about all that stuff. And I roll my eyes at it. Like, Oh God, I just, can I just feel better? I know it's so much time. It's just like so much time. But it'd be great if I had like spent my life sort of being the person that's like, you know what I love is the process of healing. And I love (laughs) making that commitment to myself and knowing that my health is the most important thing. And I'm taking care of myself just to have a positive relationship with it through and through would be real nice. Now I'm like the opposite. I'm like run my body into the ground. Like you are betraying me. Like let's move. Couldn't understand more. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's, but that's been the only like big health thing I think I've ever had in my life it just was like this annoying thing that came on and won't go away I mean it is going away but like exactly like you were saying like they were like it's really gonna take time and you need to like I have to like relearn how to like live because they were like you are like running like you're running your body into the ground like your body is now like backfiring on you so I was like oh shit yeah (laughs) I know know. I'm always the one who's like you want me to take medicine rest eat healthy no go after yourself you know it's like it's like why can't I eat McDonald's not get any sleep work all the time and be fine yeah like what's the problem this is also how mentally ill (laughs) I am about the whole thing is I was like well this is bullshit when they gave me this speech they're like we really need you to eat better like you need to exercise like we need you to sleep and I was like yeah yeah okay garbage and then I went on goop (laughs) this is how mentally ill I am I went on goop and Gwyneth Paltrow was like advertising these are you tired are you not feeling well take all these pills and I was like bingo and like (laughs) ordered them it was like all these insane but yeah it was like totally but I will say it has been it's been so annoying and horrible and terrible but I've learned a lot about my body and I do think it was like a necessary thing to like come in and like it was like you know when like you have so much stuff that you don't deal with and you just put on the back burner and you put on the back burner and yeah. then something happens in your life where it's like you got to deal with this. Like yeah. you have to like it's, it's it's been a really good thing. Yeah. But it was kind of like it was it bad be timing. Both, you know? Yeah. It can be both. It yeah. can be completely the awful and the worst and also be like yeah I'm good Yeah I need I needed this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Now that's so one of the things that comes up for me especially when I'm talking about stuff like this on the podcast is that because I sort of do so much now and I do tend to run myself into ground and all that kind of stuff people assume that I was like that as a teenager and Mm. sometimes um, I talk to people who really were like I was on this I coached this I was in this club I had this I wanted to go to this college Mm. and they and that people think like oh well that's probably what Janet you must have been like because you seem like you do too much now (laughs) I was not like that at all like I really wasn't like that in high school at all I was not ambitious I had no real like I wasn't thinking much about college I was a good student but just by virtue of like it was easy, it was an easy enough school to be a good student or like I had enthusiasm about the things I was good at. I, d- I cheated on some stuff like math that I was yeah, like, yeah. you know, this yeah. is an op. Sure, this is another option just to cheat on this test. This. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
but yeah, I didn't have that. So that, I guess that's my next question since we're sort of talking about like running ourselves ragged. Like, did, is that a characteristic that you would say you sort of always had or is it a byproduct of this environment? Yeah, it's funny because my parents have always said that I've, that my uh, like from an early age, I was someone who went, 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 hit a wall and then like fell down, meaning like I go, 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 go. And then I need to like sleep for three days. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yes, in terms of my energy or like how I operate, but ambition, what you were saying is interesting. It's like as a kid, I but it, part of that comes from my mother. My mother like has had like multiple different careers, um, is loves to learn it, it, teaches herself language. She's just someone who loves to learn. So so as a kid, like I tried every instrument. I was in every club. But I don't know that that was that I wanted to do. And I'm not saying I didn't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like Pat Colleton put me in everything. Yeah. Um, so I did a ton of extracurriculars. But I don't remember having any ambition towards any of them. <laughs> do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like I don't I know it. that like, like actively, like I remember I was on varsity tennis and um, was doing well, but I wanted to be doubles partners with my a good friend who wasn't doing well and so it was like yeah no and I remember the tennis coach being like you could win state or we could go far in state if you would have a different doubles partner and I'm like yeah but that wouldn't be fun like I don't want to you know what I'm saying so it's like I did every yeah there it is and so same with like I I did a ton of theater uh but that was not by choice I I was always in the chorus (laughs) so there was no ambition there because no one would I repeatedly asked for a speaking role no one gave it to me but it didn't stop me because I don't you know what I'm saying like I don't remember not enjoying it or feeling yeah. a lot of rejection I just remember being like cool I can totally stand in the back and sing like Haida, Haida, <laughs> like, like so so yes yeah. in terms of being involved in a lot but I don't know that like now I feel like teachers we talk a lot about like you know I want the show to be the best it can be and I want you know um you know, us to do as well as we can. And I don't know that I had that uh, until I went to college mm-hmm. or maybe even after college. Mm. O'Brien, what about you? I've always been, always, yeah. yeah. But growing up, always like very competitive, very like involved in everything. But again, I know, uh, no, I think I always like really wanted to. Like it was always like, well, I'm somebody that like always has to like have something going on. So like I can't ever like, the concept of having four hours free makes zero sense to me. Like I'm like, well, I gotta do something. Um, so no, I was like involved in everything, but my pride and joy as a teenager, like my like live or die. If you had asked me to kill myself for this, I would have been like, (laughs) absolutely. It is worth it. Was show choir. Okay. I was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. die hard. There was nothing important, more important at the time. And if you had been like, bet your life on this, like, yeah, easy. Like it was, yeah. Like that was like my like really big thing, but I wasn't really, really super good at it. I really liked it. But I wasn't like the star. Like I was just there, like always breathing too hard at the end. Like <laughs> very like awkward. But yeah. What was the what were, what kind of stuff? I mean, okay. So I I should say I didn't do choir or chorus or anything. I did lots of theater, and Good that probably you. was the only thing I was ambitious yeah. about. But um, but not in a way of like, is there a community theater I could do? Like outside of high school, I thought nothing of it. Like, yeah, I had friends who were in like the you know high school theater group. I didn't even go to a performing arts high school. Like yeah. I, it was just like. Still not so, but and I liked to sing, but I I sort of had a vague awareness that there was like a chorale. It's a whole other world. Could have done, yeah. Yeah. What? uh, what, So show choir, first of all, big deal. Is there a non-show choir? Is there like a behind-the-scenes choir? choir. There, yes, there's a choir. 
And it's really weird. Like in my high school, we had choir and show choir. Most people double dipped. Very few people <laughs> were just in choir. It was kind of the same group. Uh-huh. But it was like, I try to explain it to people. And it sounds insane. But in my high school, it was football. It was the yeah. big, was not a performing heart, like yeah. arts high school. Yeah. It was like the biggest thing. All the cool kids did show choir. It was like, the auditions were insane. It was very intense. It was like our like big thing. And like, you had to have like a certain look and everybody like achieved this like 80s insane look. Okay, please. Tight curls, very tight curls. Uh-huh. Blondes were preferred, but uh-huh. nobody would say that. Um, and like, I remember like getting ready for show choir auditions, like working out, like making sure my- Working out? Insane. <laughs> Why were you working out? I felt like there was an aesthetic that like needed to be had yeah, yeah. to be yeah, a part yeah. of this group. Yeah. I was in show choir as well. Not as devoted as Miss O'Brien, but- I know what you're talking about, yeah. the aesthetic. I, I I remember I was in show choir and was in love with my show choir partner. I don't know, because you had a partner, right? I had, yeah. like, you had your partner, David Jacob was oh, mine, okay. and I was madly in love with it. Is it always male-female partner? Like, Does, and why, and why do they partner you with someone? So, Just keep you guys in check. <laughs> to dance. It's like a it weird cult dance, where you're like, my partner all dances. <laughs> oh, there's dancing. Dance, at least in my Oh, show yeah, baby. Oh, okay, Same okay, yeah. Dance. See, in my mind, again, it's just like people in a, in rows. But there's uh-huh. there's more to it. That's what makes it a show. Yes. Yeah, I we had a glitter vest, uh, okay. floor length, no, ankle, ankle length skirts. Mm-hmm. And we sang Blue Moon. And I danced with David Jacob. And it was the highlight of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Still, nothing has topped it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I remember at the end of show choir, asking out David Jacob in the middle of like a slow dance in the eighth grade uh, and him saying no. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't interested. Uh-huh. And then me continuing the slow dance. <laughs> David missed out. David's yeah. like kicking himself out. Oh, now. that's fine. I think he's great. Really fine. Yeah, I have this memory of being oh, in high school and the first time like seeing show choir and being like so compelled by this. This So our big group in my high school is called ATSC, the Amazing Technicolor Show Choir. It was our varsity. Wow. Is this, are they both public schools? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember they did a performance and I was sitting in the front row and they did this insane rendition of defying gravity with lifts and I legit cried and I was like this is what I want to do sure yeah. god all the drama and the oh pomp my god. and circumstance yes. of all of that is like so perfect for yeah. having that moment of like oh, the yes, character shoes yes. and the, oh, yes. the crescendos and okay. I was like oh my god Wait, the character shoes everybody wears character shoes what does that mean oh god oh, it's, a type, it's a type of shoe you would know it right oh, away if you saw it like a, it's like okay. a stage shoe they're usually beige oh, they're a little okay. heel oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. a firm strong enough heel that you can dance in yes. are they do they have little straps yep yeah yeah they're okay. so hideous I mean yeah. they're so ugly <laughs> yeah it, it, character shoes character shoes I've never heard that term oh my god yeah it, yeah it was such a like that part of my life was such a big part of my life that I've never like dipped back into because you don't do show choir after high school and it's yeah. a shame <laughs> what's a shame that there's not an adult show choir there should be adult groups yeah so what so what and that would look so okay so would there be people who is everyone singing all at once almost all the time or unless there's there, a solo unless there's yes, a solo but otherwise everybody's singing at once you usually have a male female partner this does sound good I feel like I would sign oh, up you should if I had more time. Google it. It's insane. Um, ours, I don't know if you did this, but ours, um, sometimes we had female numbers while the guys were doing a quick change mm-hmm. backstage for the yes. next performance sure. or getting props in line. Sure, sure, sure. By the way, didn't you just go back and host? <laughs> I did. I don't want to brag, but I was Please asked to go back to Westside High School in Omaha, Nebraska and host their night of show choirs. Oh, yes. And I, Let yes. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And I got, it was me announcing that people's lights were still on in the parking lot. <laughs> 
if if somebody had left their keys to a Honda Civic and then um, making sporadic jokes. But oh, how I was man, introduced, oh, which like God love them, was like nobody knows about the show there, and so some people do, but like not. Well, but you were on SNL for all those years. <laughs> they so they that, know me I'm from sure SNL. That's why I was flown back <laughs> yeah. from my days on SNL. Yeah. But they flew back, and how I was introduced was she performs with a bunch of other Katies and is a writer. Please. <laughs> zero context for anything and everyone was like okay but it was very like if you had told 16 year old Katie O'Brien she'd come back and host the night of show choirs I would have been like shoot me dead now yes Which, what, and uh, have you gone to any like high school reunions? Mm-hmm. I got to my, ten, my tenure. Because that was yeah, my question was like, in my mind, I thought I would go back for that when I have not bothered to go back for any like actual reunion. But I could see myself if invited. Did you go back ever? I've never gone to a reunion. The only thing I did was like 10 years, I think, um, my, like a friend of mine and I were like, oh, let's just call the people that we kind of are still in touch with. So I'm not, it wasn't that big well, of like a reunion, a, but yeah. like, let's try to get a like bunch a of grassroots. Yeah, but never, never did any, never went into to like the big ones. Um, They're fun. It, but you know, with Facebook and stuff, it's kind of like, you know, yeah. loop, but I really liked it actually. Yeah, I remember mine. I do regret my going back to my tenure, not regret, but I regret what I wore is that, because um, I didn't have uh, a lot of friends in high school. I pretty much just had two friends, Chelsea and, Janice and there was a couple I had a couple friends um you had thin lung walls girl I had thin lung walls no one wanted to hang out with me um like I just was a big loser as a kid so I remember going back and being like uh I was excited to see them and then there was like a a couple people this girl best white that I was excited to see but so I went to BB yeah. Yes. Please be aware. Please be aware. I wear flannels and t-shirts yeah. okay, every adult, day. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-eight-year-old like Katie went yeah. to BB to pick out the outfit, and so <laughs> I wore. Which also, I have no curves really. So like those dresses. Like anyway. I, yeah, they're pretty body con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I wore this but, like. But it makes sense to me. I could like if you're like I don't you know. kind of project back. If it if it projects you back into some sort of high school feeling, then you sort of go to this place of like, what what do people wear? I mean, I guess BB. I didn't like. Shop I should at probably BB go there. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I went to BB and I bought a sequined little outfit, and it was bizarre. And everyone was dressed casually. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so I insane to me that great. you never shopped there in high school. Because I agree, like I would get if it was a tra- yeah. projection, but that some bizarre part of you was like. Hmm. I should go get a sparkly, sparkly <laughs> yeah. outfit from BB and show everyone how well I'm doing now. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind, I was doing improv in Chicago, and I think I did think it was because uh, it was it was changed at the last minute. It was supposed to be like a black tie is not the right word, but cocktail? like a, like, a like a cocktail, yeah, like a cocktail yeah. or something event. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wear what I always wish I had worn. See, there we go. Like to That's prom what makes type thing. But then it ended sense. up being like a backyard thing. <laughs> No. Oh no! What and I didn't change outfits. I was like, whatever. This is my bra. Well, the best thing about that is, I bet you walked and everybody goes, oh, "It's crazy, Katie. <laughs> she hasn't changed a bit." <laughs> That's a girl who always had diarrhea. Good God! Oh God! <laughs> Wait, people knew that you had diarrhea all the time. Um, no, actually, I think. Well, I like Probably. to think I hit it really well. Yeah, but honest, but like people, you told people. <laughs> no, I mean, I told my good friends, but. Uh, well, that was mainly college, by the way, also. Yeah. I, I like to think I hit it really well, but I'm sure there's many people being like, remember that girl who used to like had explosive <laughs> diarrhea for a year? <laughs> you you oh, know there's like man. at least someone or maybe a couple for people sure. that like yeah. picked up on it. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, something's up. That's something's something's really up. Okay. Why she keeps eating blooming onions. <laughs>
someone talk to her about the Bloomin' Onions. That's probably number one problem. Um, what, so ha, I'm making now an assumption about your dating life based on oh, how yeah, you I described. Didn't, didn't have boyfriends. High school. Yeah, no Yeah, boyfriends. no, I didn't have boyfriends. I asked out. I, I actually you asked just out last Christmas was talking David. to my best friend, Chelsea McKay, um, uh, Chelsea Anderson now. Uh, but I just was talking to her about how we were like, it's so weird. I asked out a lot of guys. None of them said yes, but I don't remember being heartbroken about it. Like yeah. we were both like, we had a lot of confidence for losers. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I, yeah. I think like I can name eight people I asked out that all said no thanks. Mm-hmm. And, I, but I don't remember like crying about it or being upset. Like I just be like, okay, cool. Well, he's not interested. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There's a, yeah. I mean, there's a, not to like, everything is not like a movie that's already been made, but there is a little Romy and Michelle feeling of this of like, oh, <laughs> uh, I think we're really cool. Are we not cool? Like I asked this guy out. No, he said, no. I don't know what it. this problem is. You've nailed it. Okay, That's right. one of my favorite movies. Okay, good. <laughs> I would have been so sad if you're like, no, no, no Janet, actually, no. Yeah. But so, yeah, but we were just talking about how it's really weird. Cause like someone rejecting me now would really hurt, hurts yeah. my feelings. Like, you know, I would get upset, but I don't remember it. I, I had a lot of confidence for being a loser. That's, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> O'Brien, what about you? Dating life in high yeah, school? Yeah, dating life high school. Um, zero. No, very similar though. Was a full-blown loser. Well, I wasn't a loser, but I was just kind of like middle middle ground. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't a loser. I wasn't super popular. I was just kind of like there. But um, also had tons of confidence for zero reason. <laughs> had terrible acne. I don't know what my, was going on with my hair at the time. And I went through a, a phase where I was only wearing Boy Scout shirts, which mm. I, I thought was vintage and retro. And I, so, my brother was in Boy Scouts. Part of me does still agree with that because yeah. I do right? love a patch and a pin. I love a patch. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was so cool. And my brother in time was in the Boy Scouts and he was much younger. And my mom, I remember my mom giving me this lecture. that was like, stop taking his Boy Scout uniform. Like, I need to wash it. Like, we, you can't keep wearing this to school. And I thought it was like so cool and hip. So I had really bad acne, wore little boys clothes and had very frizzy hair, but (laughs) thought I was the shit, but had no dating life at all, which actually I'm very grateful for because I think it was a very good thing for me. I think if I had dated in high school, I would be a very like different person. I felt like I like gotten like found who I was Mm -hmm. and was like, "Eh, I'm fine. Like take it or leave it. And then I think if I had dated, I would have like given up too much, like too Mm -hmm. soon. So I'm kind of glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I would have like completely become whatever the man wanted me because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's definitely a phenomenon. That's something yeah. that is a risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I do remember, I do want to tell that I think the only guy I really dated in high school um, is is gay, uh, but was not out at the time. But we were dating. I think he asked me out junior year um, to the song Amaze at like a school dance. Should have been a first clue. It was so romantic. And then six months in, we hadn't kissed. (laughs) Normal. (laughs) I had some like that for sure. For a horny high school boy. Normal. Normal. And I remember our common thing was we loved, we loved, we loved to dance to Venga Boys together. Oh, no. Oh, delightful. But I remember my friend Chelsea being like, this is weird. This is weird. You need to kiss him. You need to kiss him. And I remember she was the one with the car or she was the one driving. I'm not sure. But the three of us went out to a movie or something. We drove home and we dropped Tyler off. And Tyler was, she pulled into the driveway and so her headlights were on the garage. And he was like typing in his code, you know, to open the garage. And Chelsea was like, get out there and kiss him. So I just remember I like was like, I'm doing it. And then I ran out and like literally ran in her headlights while she's watching <laughs> and forced this young boy to kiss me and he like literally took his head and was like I'm gonna kiss you kissed him and then ran back to the car and she was like well 
That went well. <laughs> oh, no. Now I'm drawing like weird parallels between Chelsea and your mom where you have these like women, these powerful women in your life who are like, I love this. you. I believe in you. Yeah. And you are going to do what you I want to you to this. do. Yeah. Do yeah. I need a little push. Uh, I would have dated him for years and we wouldn't have kissed. And I would have been like, this is fine. It's did fine. you feel um, what seemed to you to be genuine chemistry? Like, did you feel like oh, I really want to kiss him? Like, ooh, I'm getting, you know, I get the butterflies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. liked it. Well, because it's like, we had a ton of common interests. Sure you did. Sure um, you did. Yeah. So, yes, I really liked him and really wanted to kiss him. But I was just had. Yeah. No, I had no ability to do that at that point. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I needed yeah. someone else to pursue me. But um, uh, but no, I and then I think we broke up and then he came out. Oh, so he needed you to kiss him. I, I feel like I've been that person. Yeah. And Did in some realize? cases I feel like, yeah, I sort of wish that, that I had been the last person because it would have felt like an honor. Like, oh, yeah. thanks. But what a cool, what a great person to be, to like be with this guy and like, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think if you asked him, I think if you asked him, he'd be like, no, that helped me realize I liked men. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I think, listen, he's I think a lovely guy. Every, he was so every sweet. gay friend of mine, and you tell me if this you've had a different experience, but like every gay friend of mine who is like flattering to me or anything like that is like, honey, it's a compliment. Yes. Like it's a compliment that, yes. you know, we're very yes. picky. Yeah, like you, we loved your style. We loved your songs. Yeah, we loved your like. They're like, it's uh-huh. a compliment. Don't yeah. even think it, it's anything other than like, thanks. Yeah, like if you were straight, you would have <laughs> yeah. picked me instead of any other girl. That's very flattering. Yeah, that's true. You and know? he was a good first boyfriend experience, if you want to call it boyfriend. I don't know, but in terms of he was very sweet. Like yeah. he gave me a lot of gifts. I remember, like he, yeah. you know, like he painted your nails. <laughs> relationships are weird there's so much there's so much else there when you you know there are so many different versions of what relationships are like with two people who have caring feelings for each other it's like Mm -hmm. there's i mean that's a big piece us you know arguably it's a big piece missing but you know all those other things can still be there and yeah yeah, it was i think it was important for me to be like treated well as the first experience to kind of be like oh yeah this is you know, go out to dinner. Or should be moving, f- yeah, be in the moving future. forward. Yeah. Just also someone who is sexually attracted uh-huh. to me. Yeah, just add that. Yeah, add that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, I just want to, I'm going to quickly tell the story because I don't think I've ever told it on the podcast before, but this has reminded me of when I was in San Francisco. That for me was a like my early, very, very late teens into my very early 20s was definitely like all like whatever. Like, oh, it's San Francisco. <laughs> Shit is on. Yeah. Because I did come from Tucson, Arizona and then Flagstaff, Arizona, which is even smaller. And yes, it was college. So, but there was like a lot of like everyone loved fish, listening to fish oh, and smoking baby. pot and brewing their own beer. So that was like, that was the sort of like alt world mm-hmm. of, of, you know, yes, it was definitely like, ooh, you know, but then you yeah. go to San Francisco and it's just like, Every, just everything all the time it's a playground yeah. sexuality is just a big question mark for everyone there's something so fabulous God, about that what a great that, place to be you know? at your, that time in your life yeah mm-hmm. but there, so I worked with this guy that I was like like he's he's gay he's as gay as they come mm-hmm. um, and he asked me to hang out with him uh, one night and I was like of course oh my god please and we he came to like pick me up which you know when you're in San Francisco you don't have a car so that just means like I'll come to your apartment and you yeah. come down and we'll like take the bus together or whatever and we went and like had dinner but he came to get me and he was wearing like a jacket not unlike yours O'Brien but like white but like this is a faux fur yeah like you know it's a statement statement jacket 
He's wearing this. He, I think he had platforms on and like no. tight pants and he had base on. Like he didn't have any other uh, makeup, but he had base a light on. Base. He had a light base. Just He's very cute. Very cute. And we go and like we have dinner and we hang out or whatever. And he walks me over to my apartment and then he just fucking Frenches me <gasps> as we're saying goodbye. What oh did you do? God. I Frenched him back. I was like, what is happening you, right now? I was like, sort of outside my body and... And so then we proceeded to like kind of date for a couple of times. We didn't have sex, but we like made out and slept in the same bed together. And the whole time I was like, I was very present to the fact that I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't like this is like, I'm fine with him being bisexual, but like, this is just not what I saw. I thought we were friends and I'm just kind of rolling with it. But it was, it's the, it was the most sort of in terms of like, I feel like I've had like, I feel like there's more like just because of the way again our culture there's more room for a lot of gray area with between women right between women friends then they date maybe that but not but that for me was totally new it was just very eye-opening like oh my god there's no there's no rules right who knows okay jealous because like that's like dating prince it's like a kind of was yeah like but it's like an effeminate yeah like that's kind of a cool like yeah Like a different thing. It's a different relationship, but it's yeah. Yeah, I've only had very black and white relationships. Like I think it'd be like you know where it's like oh there is no ambiguity. There's no like right. But I do feel like maybe in my fifties or something I'll hit this like and I'm not there yet. We got to move you to Topanga but right away. I got to be in Topanga yeah. right away. But I do feel like I, I there will be a point in my life where I just go buck wild. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm I love that you're saving it for your fifties, girl. I think it will be. It'll be my fifties when I'm not in my prime. It'll be way too late. Yeah. But I think there's it's no coming. such thing. There's yeah. no such thing. I feel thing. like I'm just gonna be that woman that every person's like, Ugh, stay away from me. <laughs> Like, no. She's too aggressive. Stay away from I'm her. I'm really embrace. I think I'm really embracing it because that is very different than like, oh, a cougar. Like that's right. very different. This no. is just like wackadoo. Who knows? Yeah, live yeah. my life. Eccentric. Yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm gonna live. I welcome it. And do it. I'll yeah. let you guys. If you want to show up, Thanks show so up. Much. I may move out there too. This is really there. appealing to me right yeah, now. Yeah, it could be really fun. Yeah. It also feels like there's that there anything that sort of feels like even a small rebellion against the things about what we do yeah. that are stressful and hard right. and give us mental and physical problems that we have to deal with like there's so much great stuff about it but there's also a lot of really hard stuff and my argument always is like the hard stuff is harder than it was for me when I was doing something I cared less about yeah that's 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 the the acknowledgement is like people are like oh my god please you have the easiest job in the world you're so lucky you're like all of that is true Mm -hmm. but it's so much harder because it's a dream come true You know, yes. the weight of that is very different than like me, you know, blowing off writing a purchase order one day and right. being like, I don't know, I didn't feel like doing it. Like, I'll get to it. Yeah, but it also doesn't have the same true. weight. We talk about this all the time, but it also doesn't mean that like because it's your dream job, it doesn't come with like complaints and problems. And like, you know, like it comes, still comes with all of that. Yeah. 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 No, teachers has been like the hardest job I've ever had. It's like a, my favorite job, the best job, but it's, it's so hard because yeah. you're yeah. right. It's like when you, when you've been doing a 14-hour day and you're in your last scene and you don't feel great about it, if you didn't do a good job at whatever, who cares? But you go home and feel bad. You know, like... It's, it's your yeah. self-worth. It's, it's your, like... Yeah, yeah. You, like, carry it with you of, like, oh, God, I wish I had done... You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Very so much so. hard to turn it off. It's very hard to turn it off. But ladies, yeah. you're going to turn it off right now for this mash oh game. Oh, All right. Uh, okay, so... Gosh, I haven't played mash for forever. I love mash. Oh, said I always would get screwed with an apartment, so let's hope this time's different. I, I would get I checked. just can't guarantee. You know what? Okay, yeah. 
maybe I'll give you each. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to impose the same mansion, apartment, shack, or house on each of you. You'll each get your own like any, oh, meeny, miny, mo kind of situation. Okay. So um, this is unprecedented. <laughs> I've yeah. never given two people the opportunity to not both wow. get a shack. Yeah, oh this God. is. Let's hopefully we can all get through this unscathed. Um, okay, so for. And I'm also thinking, like, do I want to break up the categories so you're not both answering the same questions? And I am going to break up the categories. I've just determined it. But we do have to get the classic MASH uh, answer of alternate universe guys or girls that you want to have. Like, this is in this alternate universe. It's like sexy times or my alternate universe husband or whatever. Uh And it can be like a character in something, too. It doesn't have to be, you know them you know full stop brad pitt or whatever um but uh, i need three from each of you and timeless you know could be young paul newman whoever you know whatever i've got my three three oh (laughs) my god okay i think about this every day okay so i give you three men right yeah okay so uh, sebastian stan Oh my God, you've been talking about him all week. I, I, I saw I, Tanya. It's really, really great. He's like a dream boat. I, I, I loved him in Gossip Girl. Well, I watch Gossip Girl? No. I didn't know it's a shame was either, but watch I, Tanya, and he's in okay. it. He, isn't he also in something else like a Marvel or something? Mm-hmm. I had never known him before. He might be this. recognizable to me, yeah. but I, yeah. He's a dream. Okay, so he's my one. Uh, two, Bruce Springsteen. Great. And um, three, I'm going to go with the old, steady, reliable Kyle Chandler. Great. <laughs> He is old, steady, and reliable. He's, he just seems like a nice man to me. He seems wonderful. The only thing I ever wish for him is like, I just want to see his playful side. I know. He's a little serious. He goes through so much. His characters are always just going through so much. Yeah, he's in it's it. Hard. Let's it's give hard him a break. Him. I want to yeah. see him like on a roller coaster ride. Like, yeah. He might not be, you know, funny or, you know, have that. Maybe that's why he's always cast in that. I don't know. It's possible. I'm going to pretend like he does. The only information I can give you is that I worked with someone who worked with him on a movie and, uh, no, on his, on his other show, on the show, on the filmed in Florida show. Oh, wow. Um, Bloodline? Bloodline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bloodlines? Mm-hmm. Bloodline. Bloodline. Okay. Oh, maybe it's not. Uh, and he didn't ever want anyone to have to do his hair. He would like ride his motorcycle to set. Okay. Like, this confirms you know what I mean? everything. And like oh, he just wow, like take baby. off his helmet, like rumple his hair and then he was ready to so go. So he is who I think he is. Okay, right? great. Okay. Great. So, so I'm, I'm glad I was able yeah. to share that with you. Thank um, you. Okay. Uh, Coliseum, what about you? Oh, shit. Okay. For sure, Tommy Dewey. I love Tommy Dewey. No, I, I think he's I great. He's in I, Casual. It's a show oh, with I haven't um, watched it yet. Michaela Watkins. The yeah, two of them I do are so good. Okay. Uh, the show is, is good. Yeah. Like, they're acting in love. Tommy Dewey, I could watch him all day, every day. I love his acting. some and research. He's also too. very Sounds attractive. Like I definitely need to watch Gossip Girl. Wait, now I've just forgotten all of my guys. <laughs> I um, God if you say Tony Hale. Oh, no. Actually, sure. Tony Hale. Tony. Tony Hale. Uh, I love Tony Hale more than anything. I think he's perfect. Everything in he's he's wonderful, and he's like the best guy in the world. It's just wonderful. And then Kiefer Sutherland in Twenty (laughs) Four. Not in Twenty (laughs) Four. Not in Twenty Four. He's not. He's Jack Bauer. Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer. I'm just putting Jack. Yeah, just put Jack Bauer. I don't. I don't know about his personal life in real life, but I'm just saying Jack Bauer. You know, I know where his house is. Let's go. I'll point it out to you. It's right behind where I live. Like, in, oh. like behind. And then somebody, my neighbor was like, do you know who lives in that house? Oh, yeah. Do you know that I heard that he r- rides a bicycle around Silver Lake uh, with his dry cleaning on the back? These are all good tips. What great tips. In case you wanted to know something very Yeah. How does potentially randomly spot <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland? <laughs> this is great. 
Those two things don't necessarily go together. The no. idea that he drinks too much and then rides a bike with his dry yeah. cleaning on it. Those things don't sound like, he, would he have the wherewithal to ride his bike with yeah. his dry cleaning on it? I hope he stays safe. Stay safe out there, Keith. Stay safe. Okay, <clears throat> next category. Uh, well, see, now this is tough because I kind of want to be, you both were in show choir. So I want to kind of give you the same, uh, the same assignment here, which is like sort of dream scenario, three dream show choir scenarios where you're singing whatever you didn't get to have the solo in um or you know uh, some sort of or something you never got to do that because the whole show choir didn't get to it like musicals anything like that that's sort of like this kind of unfulfilled performance that you're not the haunted by or this is a totally made-up game but okay oh so you're saying like because i know for sure i wanted to be um you're saying like Eliza Doolittle yeah 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 totally totally I mean it could be yeah it could be like just the the show choir side of it or could just get into like the musical world in general I wanted to be Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady and sing Just You White and Read because of your famous (laughs) British accent yeah (laughs) finally you get to make use of it I wanted to be that role so bad yeah it's by the way a great role so understood Um, I also remember in show choir we did um oh I always wanted the solo in uh 525,600 oh, yeah. sure 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 I, yes what, but is that know. song called oh seasons of love seasons of love seasons of love great. I would love to have performed the solo great in seasons of love great. every year auditioned every year was told please stop <laughs> um performance of a lifetime hmm <laughs> Yeah, you can you do. Yeah, you can go, you can try tag team too okay. if you want. I think I'm gonna go. I'm not really good with musicals, but I would go Glinda in mm-hmm, um, Wicked. I'm <laughs> blanked for a second. I'm also gonna throw a curveball, and I would do um, Sweet Transvestite from Rocky Horror. Oh yeah, Horror. great, yes. great, God, great, I, great. That actually would be my dream role. I would love. To, I could never play that, but I would love to play that. Great. And um, I'm gonna go with Tiny Tim. Great. Not not really musical, but uh, Christmas yeah, Carol. Yeah, no, no. Still, still would love works. to be a Tiny Tim as yeah. an adult woman. What a great weird combo of those With three crutches, things. That's fantastic. That's my yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now I I have two now. I remembered that I really wanted to be. I always wanted to be. I can't remember the name in Annie, but the the Carol Burnett little oh, girl, oh, little yeah, girl, Miss Hannigan. I want to be Miss Hannigan so bad. I definitely I, agree. I wanted to be the queen in um because she's a villain in um. Once Upon a Mattress, do you guys know that musical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things like do you want to switch out yes, any of these? Let's do that instead of Seasons of Seasons Love. Because okay. that, that ship is sailed. Out. I mean, okay. But 16 year old Katie wanted it bad. Miss Hannigan. I really wanted to be the villain in a musical. Gosh, Miss Hannigan. Yeah, that was the my most dream. Fun. Yeah. They're absolutely the most fun. Yeah, Miss Hannigan. Although, yeah, I don't remember wanting to be Miss Hannigan because it was never an opportunity, but I. I think like a couple of years ago, I could not stop. To, I like ate up 15 minutes of the podcast talking about having recently caught her performance in the movie Annie. And I was oh, just so being so like, good. it's good. perfection. She should have been nominated for an Academy Award. Like I so couldn't good. stop talking She's about brilliant. it. She's so like, brilliant. brilliant. I feel like oh. we take her for granted too as like women in comedy now. Like uh-huh. her career is like yeah. insane. Yeah. Do you know, sorry, uh, I'll, say, I'll try to say this story fast, but it's one of my favorite Carol, I'm obsessed with Carol Barnett, and one of my favorite stories is how she got started was she was in college performing, but I think she didn't have a lot of money or she was taking care of her mom or some situation, and she really wanted to go to New York, and she was in an improv troupe maybe? I might have some of this wrong. Anyway, she did a performance where a guy afterwards went up to her and was like, what's your dream? And she said, um, 
to move to New York. And he was like, why don't you do it? And she goes, I don't have the money. And he goes, I'll write you a $5,000 check right now uh, if you go. And I don't want anything in return. Just in five years, if you've made it, pay me back. If you haven't, I'm, I wanted to make your dreams come true because I believe in you that much. A total stranger. Oh, my gosh. He did. That's how she flew to New York. Five years later, she was whatever her first big Broadway role was, and she paid him back. And she said for her entire life, he he said, I would, I never want my name to be known. He was just a wealthy man with, and his wife uh, who lived in San Diego, and she would just write him letters after every performance. And she said she never saw him again until like like she was like 50 or 60 and the wife called to say like he might be passing so she came down to say like thank you you changed my life forever and he said all I ask for you is that you pick a couple people in your life to believe in sorry sorry Guys. and that man was Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> sorry that no, I, this that's who's got to try but it's my favorite story ever no, it's, it's a, it's that a, she would not be who she is story. if this man had not given her and he didn't know her <sighs> and just wrote her a check well, first of all, it takes a man to make a woman's career. I'm totally kidding. I'm t- maybe the takeaway I'm getting Sorry. is wrong. Okay, that is... No, that is. no, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's fine. Uh, I have missed a huge opportunity because I should have just made something up like that. I mean, that is like legendary. You still have time. Uh-huh. I still have time. Isn't that crazy? That's, that's oh my god, that's, that's outrageous! Never... That in of itself is like the top. Like that's a musical. Yeah, like you go see the musical yes. of her yeah. life, or some anonymous benefactor, like yeah. in fucking Great Expectations. Oh, yeah, is like it, you know. And she said she's done it, but she'll never say who she did it for, and she's never said his name. Okay, I gotta so find bananas. <laughs> I can yeah, just pay right? thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang around Carol Burnett and yeah. just keep singing, hoping she'll hang around UCB. Wow, that's amazing. That's a I'm great sorry. story. That, that was, that... No, no, it was a great story. I didn't. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't. I'm sure I haven't heard it because I would have remembered. Um, that's amazing. Okay, uh, next category is um, okay for each of you. All right, let's do. Okay, Colleton, you wake up tomorrow and you have uh, you you have uh, three skills that you've sort of downloaded Matrix style. Oh, you'll get one of them where all of a sudden you're just an expert at something. And let's make it something physical. I'm just thinking about oh. you playing tennis and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. now I'm giving you the the bonus of having like this sort of... Oh, a physical skill. Physical skills, yeah. Ooh, um, I'd love to be able to lift anything without it hurting my back. Great. <laughs> Spoken like a true middle-aged woman. I love it. <laughs> I immediately, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. My back hurts every day. Great. Uh, great. <laughs> great, great, great. Physical skill. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'd love to be able to, I don't know if you're talking superpower, but I would love to be able to fly. All right. I'm late to everything. There. O'Brien hates it. Second to picking up but, something but, heavy and not having your back hurt. <laughs> You went from A to R, but I'm glad. I would love to fly. It'd make me, everyone around me would be happier. I wouldn't be late. Um, Don't my back hurt. And I'd like to fly. (laughs) (laughs) Physical skill. Um, Almost a spit take. Okay. (laughs) All over the place. You know what? I would love, because I have no balance. I have scoliosis, other fun fact. And so I have no balance. I fall easily. I would love to be able to snowboard like a mofo. Oh, great, great. That's a good one. Because yeah. I'd go snowboarding all the time. I'd whiz past everyone being like, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just knock a few of them over. Just Who cares? Whatever. Because I can't. They're in your way. I can't They're ski. I can't snowboard. I can't roller skate. I can't. I mean, yeah. So that's what I'd like. 
Okay, those are great. Uh, now, O'Brien, if you have strong feelings about that category, uh, you can do it as well. Otherwise, I was just going to come up with something different for you. I said come up. Th- these are these are all like, well, no, the show business. Th- th- that was specific to you. But um, for you, I'm going to give. Now, this is based on the jacket. Sure. This is another uh, yep. favorite that I wouldn't mind being asked, which is like okay. three styles oh, from any era, any anything. Okay, that's great. And let's assume they're all equally comfortable. So a kimono is as comfortable as like a corset and a, and okay. a bustle. Uh, just for the sort of experience of like, yeah, you know what? In this reality, um, all of a sudden I can be wearing like a men's tuxedo with a top hat and it, no one would judge me. Okay. I'm going to go um, Gucci now. Mm-hmm. Great. Um uh, then I'm gonna go um, Chanel, but like right as like, gosh, would it have would it have been the 40s, the 30s and 40s when Coco Chanel was like doing things for the studios and mm-hmm. like, and I'm not sure about the timeline, but I would go that. Okay, and then I would go um, just I'd go straight zoot zoot. Great, yeah, great, great, and great, I'd switch great. it up, and you know, perfect. Okay, uh, oh my gosh, I'm down to the final category already. <sighs> I got to do it. Listen, I don't think I've ever skipped this in any one, so I'm going to give this to you, which is three foods or substances, things that you take into your body that in this reality are you're allergic to them. They make your stomach hurt. They're too fattening. They have too much sugar. They are booze. They are heroin, whatever. Uh, in this alternate universe, there's there's no pro- there's no issues with any of that. In fact, this stuff is like good for you. And so this is like a real hedonistic category. Um, and it can also include like just that one deep dish pizza that you can't get anywhere else, but like you can have it at the snap of a finger in this reality. So it could be specific to one type of thing or just like a category of something. Number one. Quarter pound of meal deal with Coke. Great. <laughs> Has no effect on my body. There Could eat go. it every day. That's a good one. Um, do you want, oh, okay. Or let's see, what can I eat? Well, there are still some long lasting effects of C. diff, so I would love to be able to eat spicy foods yeah, and not there you go. have an untoward effect. So, you know, I have specific spicy food, just any spicy foods. Great. Okay. Um, oh, you got a third? Yeah, but again, but no, f- no pressure to answer them all at once. Oh, Brandon just pushed. She did just, just literally push the, just push the, the microphone she away. She shoved the microphone in my face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's something that I love to eat that has, is really bad? I guess, um, you know what? I would love to be able to eat, because uh, I can't eat a lot of, this is so sick that I'm about to say this. I love fudge, but you can't eat a lot because it makes you nauseous. I'd love the ability Agreed. to eat excessive yeah, amounts of fudge. Because it's straight I get, sugar. I get it. That I could eat fudge without yeah. feeling nauseous, so I could have the f- full amount of fudge that I wanted. This is how. This is what the <laughs> yeah. category is for. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. Those yeah. are good ones. Okay, I'm going um, Papa John's Pizza. I love Papa John's Pizza. I know he's garbage, and I know the company's garbage, and they do a lot of awful things. In this universe, there's no ethical... But in this universe, he's a great guy. Uh, He doesn't have a drinking problem, and he treats his employees (laughs) great, and he's not homophobic. Um, Because I I love Papa John's Pizza, and I love that garlic sauce. Great, great, great. So in the alternate universe, that's a great company, um, and he's a great guy. Um, I'm also going for... Okay, so I think it's Milk Bar or Momofuku has this cake. Mm -hmm. It is... I don't know how to describe it, but it's like funfetti meets cookie dough meets mm-hmm. cake. And it's it's honestly the best thing I've ever had. I had it at a friend's wedding. I have shipped it to myself to eat from New York, but it's amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just like g- good cake, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the specific type of, type of cake, but I don't know what it's called. I think I'm it's putting, from Momofuku. 
Uh, yeah, I put milk and momofuku. Yeah. Just to have our bases covered in case this comes true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want you protected. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Okay, great. And then your third one. And then um, my third one would be um, I don't drink, so alcohol. Yeah. I'm going, there yeah, go. just guzzle it down. There you go. Oh, I should have said that as well because I do drink, but I get migraines from it. But whatever. No, I'm going to stick with fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I salute that choice. I salute that choice. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Carlton, tell me when to stop. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop. Okay. O'Brien, tell me when to stop. Stop. Whoa. I'm risking everything. Shit. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm getting a shack, aren't I? Also, I did, I did different shapes for you guys. I haven't even determined how I'm going to do this. Um, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pause this. Okay. Do some calculations. Okay. I should say they're very minor calculations. Take some math. Yeah, there's not, I don't need a calculator. Uh, I probably will do it before, during, or after I pee. Okay. And, uh, and then I'll come back with your 100% guaranteed MASH futures. Ooh, suspense. And we are held to these and these will come true. That's right. You, okay. I'm going to have you sign a document oh, okay. uh, before we finish. Life's about to change. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> First of all, here's the thing I usually do like, uh, what I'll do is a category that um, accounts for where this vacation, because to me, the mash part is the vacation home. It's not like now you have to live full time in this, whatever this oh, thing that's is. that's great. That so uh, usually I do, usually I'll do like, a, you know, fictitious places where this would be or real, real world places this would be. So I'm going to give you the freebie Okay. Of assigning the location of this, uh, whichever mash thing you got, oh. um, be it, you know, Japan or Hogwarts, like you can put it anywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. So each of you tell me oh. where you would, where this is going to be. Michigan. <laughs> great. I know my first thought was Nashville. Yeah. This is great. We're, great. We're real Midwest. You, <laughs> we, we like what we know. We're practical. Like we know practical. If I could live in Nashville, I would. Great. Want to so make sure I'm we have a storm cellar. Want to make sure... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The That's window, good the good window sashes. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Uh, okay. So, Colleton, you have now. I got to rip the bandaid off. You did end up with a shack. Oh, oh my god! Oh, I baby. always get shack. But Give you a know shack what? and sweet little shack in Nashville. That's fine. I can be singing my tunes. Yeah. yeah. Singing Very my tunes. Country. Yeah. You're gonna write country. songs about it. Yeah. Clearly. Uh, O'Brien, you got a house. Oh dang! Nice, respectable house in okay. Michigan. Well, you know. Um. It, Since Maggie. <laughs> The most fun part is when people pick like a beach thing and then they get apartments. So you have to like somehow figure out why Shitty. you're like, oh, yeah, I'm living in a weird two story apartment on the beach. Um, okay. Uh, as far as your delicious uh, cheat things that you can have in perpetuity with zero ramifications, uh, O'Brien, you can be a real booze hound. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Should be drinking in that house in Michigan, Maggie. Yeah. This sounds like my aunt. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, you, Colton, in your shack in Nashville, unlimited with zero ramifications, quarter pounder meal deals. Hey, with oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> in that shack. Okay. Uh, this is my dream life. This is actually my dream life. Yeah. Congratulations. I want to tell you both how much I enjoyed your performances. Uh, first of all, Tiny Tim. 
you Thank worked you. those crutches. I, I, we God, were all just. Dream. And when you said God bless us, everyone, there was not a dry Tears. eye in the house. Thank the lip you. quiver. The oh, the best. As a 29 year old The best. Now, Colton, you blew everyone's mind as the oh. queen in Once Upon a Mattress. Please. Please. Get to be that it delicious villain. A huge honor. Blow everyone away. So the much. reviews were exceptional. The reviews were exceptional. Uh, that just leaves us with um, O'Brien. You really know how to rock a zoot suit. Like, that is like in Michigan? everyone's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She is, she is the head of the PTA in that one. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he's drunk in a zoot suit. <laughs> so sad. And then Colton, uh, listen, I want you to know you can lift anything without <laughs> with zero is, back this issues. This is free, girl. My dream life. Pain I'm going to be free with your hamburger. That's right. Quarter pounder meal deals, lifting my shit yes. in my shack. Oh, and baby. so if you have to, and so, so listen, sad. if it turns out that for some reason the character mimics the only rumors that we have zero basis for thinking are true about Keith. this person, Chief Keith, you can lift up. Jack Bauer. Oh, Jack Bauer, baby. Pulling him right over CTU. your shoulder. Oh, my and gosh. And right into that shack in Nashville. He, when he comes through as he's chasing those terrorists That's right. That's on right. CTU. Uh, Make a stop by. Oh, super Jack Bauer, baby. Super reality show. Yes. He, uh, and then yells uh, all the time. you are uh, boozing it up in your zoot suit with Sebastian Stan. Oh, makes perfect oh. sense. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Thank you. Oh, guys. Yeah. This has been a pleasure and a joy. Thank to you. To say the bare Thank minimum. So um, please uh, tell people where they can see. First of all, I'd love for them to see the first two seasons of Teachers. Yes. Um, uh, it's a show that I support and feel proud of and almost got to be on for a hot second before back. I have, it I turned know. out I had to go shoot something. There's some dumb At reason. At midnight, I think. It, oh, maybe, maybe it was. Maybe, and then yeah. there was one where it was like, yeah. could you do multiple? And then it was like, oh, I have to go to Sketchfest yeah. and then nothing, yeah. everything falls apart. Yeah. Um, we'll have you back. But, uh, but uh, I, I think it's so fantastic that a group like the Katie Dids also then ended up with your own show. I, it's wonderful. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations on season three. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Tell people where they can find you and it and all that good stuff and anything else you want people to know about. Yeah, so you can watch the first two seasons on demand. Uh, or, you know, iTunes and Amazon. And Great. we're currently airing every Tuesday, 10, 9 Central. Yeah. The, the second half of season two is currently airing. You can also watch on TVland.com or if a lot of people don't have cable. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, right now we're not on Hulu or Netflix. But you can buy a season pass, which is not much money, and it's worth it on Amazon. There you go. Yeah. Support yeah. it. Yeah. Support these guys. Mm-hmm. And TVLand.com, that's great, too. A lot yeah. of people just watch. So that's how IFC yeah. is. It's like that's telling easy. people to watch IFC is a real crapshoot. So many people don't have that. <laughs> no. Even who have cable. Nobody has it. It's not on there. So, yeah. yeah. It's really becoming like just seeing it wherever you can see it, and there's yeah. options. Um, great. And are you on Twitter anything like that? Do oh, you do any? You, she never remembers. I'll do it for her. You can follow yeah. me on at Katie Colleton or Instagram at Katie calls a ton because just wanted to Guys, change it up i have to know. give that an overall google yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are madly writing and o'brien is at kitty claire o'brien oh thanks for, yeah i i thought it'd be smart to put my full name out there uh-huh. so <laughs> so that's where you can find me <laughs> last four of my social last four of my social are on there name and last, yeah. uh, that's great. Great. um ladies thank you so much thank for being you. on the podcast hey yeah, so i'll talk to you next time on the podcast as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.